0: Hello and welcome to a very special bonus episode of This Is Modern Rock. I'm your host, Will Westerkow. And today I'm super excited because I have maybe my favorite guest that I've ever had on the show. I would like to welcome my oldest daughter, Violet. Hi, Violet.
1: Hi. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing really good.
0: Great. So Probably four years ago, Violet found out that I was doing this podcast, and she immediately asked if she could be on the show. And I told her, well, you know, I don't think that's going to work because the show's all about music from the 80s and 90s, and I didn't think there were any songs that she knew well enough. But she continued to ask year after year, insisting that she wanted to be on the show. And finally, I realized that there was a song that didn't actually chart on the modern rock charts, but we'll call it close enough. And it's a song that she knows very, very well. And I thought, you know what? I think Violet can talk about this one, so let's give her a shot. So that's what she's here to do. We're going to be talking about a They Might Be Giants song today. The song is called Fingertips. And uh, I'm excited. Are you excited? Yeah. Yes. Violet, how do you know this song so well?
1: Well... You have a CD, and um, I listen to it a lot. I used to be able to sing it backwards.
0: That's true, yeah. So here's a little context on fingertips. In 1992, They Might Be Giants released their fourth album, Apollo 18. And this is a sprawling 38-song album. But 21 of those songs are actually a suite, which we're calling fingertips. And most of these songs are actually less than 10 seconds long. The idea for Fingertips was basically that John Linnell, one of the, the Johns from They Might Be Giants, he wanted to write a bunch of little snippets of songs, just the choruses, no verses. It was supposed to be reminiscent of those old K-Tel commercials that you'd see on TV where they'd be selling a Greatest Hits album, and they'd just play like five-second clips of the choruses of well-known songs. The other thing is that they might be giants were interested in taking advantage of new technology. So if you read the liner notes of Apollo 18, it actually says, the indexing of this disc is designed to complement the shuffle mode of modern CD players. So initially, it wasn't designed for these to be all played in a row. You were supposed to put it on shuffle, and then these little five-second clips of songs would show up in between the fuller, more fleshed-out songs. This is a song that was never released as a single, but it's definitely become a fan favorite, and they play it live, and they always play it in the same order, which is in the order that it shows up on Apollo 18.
1: That's the best order. The best
0: order. I agree. Well, here we go. Here's track number one of Fingertips. This is called Everything's Catching on Fire.
1: Um, I'm really excited. Everything is catching, yes, everything. Well, when I think of that song, I imagine camping because you have a fire on you're camping.
0: Yeah, I get that. You know, I never thought of it as a camping trip. To me, everything's catching on fire kind of sounds like, well, I, <laughs> it sounds like the West Coast right now with uh, forest fires all over the place.
1: That makes sense.
0: Yeah. They don't seem particularly upset about the fact that everything's catching on fire.
1: They seem kind of happy.
0: Yeah, I agree. Are they happy because it's a campfire and they're excited to make some s'mores? Or are these the types of people that like to see the world burn?
1: I think it's the first one most likely.
0: Okay. All right. Let's go ahead and go into the second song. This one is Fingertips.
1: Fingertips. 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 That was it. That's a really, really funny song. Uh-huh. And I imagine like putting your first finger up and then your second finger up and um, all your fingers in a row.
0: Is it like a counting song? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like checking to see if you have fingers still? Yeah. I think about it as um, finger picking. I'm not sure if they were playing a banjo there or something similar, but it reminds me of a finger picking style where you're using the tips of all of your fingers to play your instrument.
1: Uh, Also makes sense,
0: but there must be something particularly interesting about fingertips. To they might be giants, right? Because they've got two songs here called Fingertips,
1: and it's what the whole song's called. Exactly. So, what
0: do you think it is? What's what's the appeal of Fingertips for these guys?
1: Maybe it's like they made it, and then the most people liked it.
0: They maybe like wrote all these songs, and then took a poll. And everyone's like, oh, fingertips, that's the one, guys. Yeah. Sure. All right, we're going to keep on going. This next one coming up is I Hear the Wind Blow.
1: I hear the wind blow. I hear the wind blow. It seems to say hello, hello. I'm the one who loves you so. Well, I imagine somebody holding a kite.
0: (laughs) So here's the impression I'm getting. And tell me if I'm wrong here or if there's more to it, but I was wondering what the appeal is for you of Fingertips, right? This is a song that you clearly like a lot, and I'm getting the impression that one of the reasons you like it is because all of the different little pieces, they are bringing images into your mind. They're like telling little stories, and you can visualize it kind of like a picture book.
1: Yeah, and also they're doing different voices each one
0: yeah that's a really good point i think we started to hear some of that with this song right i hear the wind blow yeah
1: that's not his real voice
0: yeah it seems like he's trying something a little different
1: what's the next one come on somebody's like, hey, break into my car on purpose.
0: Why would they want somebody to do that?
1: I don't know.
0: You know, somebody broke into my car yesterday.
1: I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. I guess they didn't really break in. I'm not going to name names, but somebody left my car unlocked. And when I got up the next morning, my glove compartment was open. And my CDs were pulled out and strewn around the car.
1: I know, that seems scary.
0: You know, it is kind of scary.
1: They didn't actually break a hole, though. Yeah,
0: no, I'm glad. It was
1: just left open.
0: I imagine they were probably just looking for something valuable that was easy to swipe.
1: Yeah, not CDs.
0: Yeah. But, of course, the song isn't come on and break into my car. It's come on and wreck my car. Why would someone challenge somebody to wreck their car?
1: I don't know. Maybe they're tricking them. Uh Uh-huh. Like, look, my car, and then there's their bow to you, um, kick them.
0: <laughs> it's like a prank. Yeah. Do you think that they might be giants have specific stories in mind when they write these?
1: No, they're just thinking of random words.
0: So it's just like whatever pops into their head. They're like, that's the first thing I thought of, let's go with that.
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. but I imagine stories, and they should all have a different cover or something. That's what I imagine.
0: Different cover art for every single clip? Yeah. You should draw your own cover art for every single one of the fingertips. Okay. We'll send it to the Johns.
1: Oh, I guess.
0: Did you know uh, I've met John Flansburg before? No. Yeah, very briefly. He gave me a sticker.
1: (laughs) What did it look like?
0: It's the They Might Be Giants sticker that's on my guitar case.
1: Oh, Cool. Well, can we do the next song? Absolutely.
0: are you the guy who hits me in the eye? are you the guy who hits me in the eye?
1: Some random guy is in his house and somebody sneaks up and breaks into his window and then hits him in the eye and then jumps out the window.
0: And he's trying to identify who yeah, it was?
1: Yeah, but he doesn't know because it was so fast.
0: Yeah, it's like a police lineup, but... He never actually saw the person who hit him, so he's like just trying to get them to tell the truth. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think they would admit to it?
1: I feel like everyone would say they didn't hit him.
0: Oh, I think you're right. If
1: they did or didn't.
0: Yeah. I've been hit in the eye a couple times. Did you know that? No. One time in middle school, I was talking to a friend and he just turned around and punched me in the face and then apologized profusely. <laughs> It was like an uncontrollable urge he had. I have no idea what that was about. And the other time I was trick-or-treating, I was probably about 11 or 12, a group of kids came up and one of them stepped on my heels and I turned around and he punched me right in the eye and then they all took off running. Why? You know what? The question everyone asks is, did they steal your bag of candy? And the answer is no, they did not.
1: No, they have their own candy.
0: (laughs) But you know what? Now that I think about it, it it seems like a really weird thing to do. It's like if somebody stole your wallet on a holiday when every single person in their house was giving out free money.
1: Yeah, because can't they just collect as much candy as they want instead of stealing candy? You would think so. Or maybe they're just trying to be mean and then they throw the candy on the ground.
0: You know what? Some people do just try to be mean. It's true. But I'll say this, you know, most people who are mean to others, other people have been mean to them.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Maybe their parents.
0: So even if someone has punched me in the face, I always try to have some amount of empathy for them.
1: Because probably their parents have done that before. Or somebody. Or somebody.
0: Probably somebody has hit that person.
1: Like a lot of times, maybe. It's
0: possible, yeah. So don't punch people in the eye. That's the moral of the story here.
1: Yeah. But if
0: somebody does punch somebody in the eye, you know what?
1: You can just feel bad for both of them.
0: Yeah, exactly. Should we move on?
1: Yeah. Okay. Please pass the milk, please. Please pass the milk, please. Well, um, what I imagine is that it's some kind of fancy dinner party and everybody's waiting for milk. Uh Uh-huh. And this girl has a bottle of milk, which he wants... Her husband to fast milk because she doesn't want to.
0: He's taking too long. He's like, oh, I'm pouring my milk still. And she's like, give me the milk already.
1: Yeah, and Noah and everyone else is waiting for it.
0: Uh-huh. I like how it's a fancy dinner party.
1: Yeah, that's what I imagine. There's a thousand people at a big fancy table.
0: Wow, yeah. I think I always pictured it more as breakfast, because usually when I get some milk, it's for my cereal.
1: I know that makes sense, but I'm trying to make it funnier and also that's what I imagine.
0: Yeah, I like it. Is she irritated, do you think?
1: Well, the way she's acting, she's not irritated, but because she's saying it so much, she seems irritated. Exactly.
0: Yeah. She's it's trying like she's to control-
1: calmly irritated.
0: Calmly irritated. Exactly. Yeah. She's trying to keep her cool, but uh, they just won't pass the milk.
1: I think that's what happens.
0: Do you know what the next song is?
1: Yeah, I'm going to me alone. Leave me alone.
0: that one's interesting to me because it almost feels like a response to the previous one
1: yeah that's what i'm thinking like um the guy who's pouring a bunch of milk is um answering and he said leave me alone
0: yeah he seems very serious and distraught about it though
1: yeah not like the lady
0: yeah well let's keep going
1: Told you I imagined the girls the in the dark and then a Gyarados grabs her hand.
0: Okay, back up a second. <laughs> you're picturing there's a girl in the dark? Yeah. And a Gyarados, as in a large Pokemon?
1: Yeah. Grabs her hand?
0: Yeah. Am I incorrect in remembering that Gyarados does not actually have hands?
1: Uh, you're correct. <laughs> I don't know how I'm imagining that. I'm just weirdly imagining that.
0: Okay. Does she seem scared about it? Is she is she worried? No. But isn't that when all her troubles began?
1: Yeah, she says that, but she didn't seem that worried about troubles.
0: Yeah. What kind of troubles do you think she has now that this Gyarados is holding her hand?
1: It doesn't have to have a hand, it just has to be something.
0: Yeah, it's I think it's definitely in the dark though. There's some reason why she doesn't know what has her hand.
1: Yeah, that's why I imagine in the dark. Yeah, and you know,
0: once again, like this song is not a question this one's just called something grabbed a hold of my hand but there is a question there what is the thing that grabbed her hand why did it grab her hand and what are her troubles?
1: yeah I don't understand that
0: yeah well I mean I think I think that's one of the things I like about this there's beyond all of the twenty one completely different types of music that we get here throughout fingertips
1: yeah like different feelings different voices so much mm-hmm. different tunes
0: yeah. There's just so much mystery here. There's so much opportunity to imagine and visualize and flesh out the missing pieces of the puzzle.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah.
0: Do you think she should maybe just let go of its hand?
1: Um, yeah. <laughs> can't even just let go of its hand and run. If you're in the dark, can it not see you?
0: Maybe it's not necessarily always holding her hand.
1: She can't get away because it's holding so tight onto her Okay, hand. Yeah, I
0: just won't let go. Yeah. That, that would be trouble. If she's got something permanently attached to her hand, I, I think she's definitely got some troubles there. Yeah. Should we keep going?
1: Yeah. I heard a sound. I turned around. Turned around to find the thing that made the sound.
0: This definitely feels like dream logic to me, right?
1: Definitely. Do you think
0: that fingertips was inspired by a dream or multiple dreams?
1: It's possible, like, really possible. But then why did they dream it?
0: That's a question that if you could answer, I think you'd be a millionaire.
1: Probably they know why.
0: Do you think that dreams always mean something? Are they always connected to things that you're actually thinking about in real life?
1: Oh, yeah, because I feel like when I loved Ranma, I would always dream about Ranma. Now that I love Pokemon, I feel like I always dream about Team Rocket.
0: (laughs) You have a lot of Team Rocket dreams? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't have dreams like that. When I have dreams, I wake up and go...
1: Realistic.
0: I wouldn't say I have realistic dreams. I have dreams that just don't make a lot of sense. Things happen that just wouldn't happen in the real world.
1: But in mine, it's more like I'm randomly walking somewhere and I'm not a cartoon, but -hmm. everything else is a cartoon. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I had this dream that... um, elf had really long hair, mm-hmm. and he was brushing it, but I wanted to brush it, but somebody didn't let me brush it. Uh,
0: you know what? I think we should write a new 10-second fingertip song about this.
1: Yeah, because that's a really funny dream. Yeah. And i want a boat.
0: We can't tell the whole story, okay? So let's distill your dream down to, like, the most important one sentence.
1: Someone's hair is super naughty.
0: Sing me a little clip. Your hair is super naughty. Give it to me. How's the chorus go?
1: Your hair is super naughty. Your hair is super naughty. I love it. Your hair is super naughty. Your hair is super naughty.
0: (laughs) Because you know what I'm left thinking? Whose hair is super naughty? Why is their hair super naughty?
1: Well, in my dream, I don't even know why his hair is so naughty because Meowth doesn't even have long hair.
0: That's how dreams work. Sometimes they just don't make a lot of sense. And it
1: was not even the same color as his fur. It was long and brown. Yeah. And he had a pink, frilly dress.
0: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> now, this next song we're going to hear, this is one of your least favorite tracks on fingertips. Sad. It's sad. Uh, let's hear a clip. i
1: Song sad.
0: I get why you would think it's sad, but that song cracks me up so much.
1: What's funny about it? All I think is it's sad.
0: Well, of course, having a heart attack is a sad thing, right? We don't want anyone to have a heart attack.
1: Yeah, that's why it's sad.
0: But I guess I picture someone having a heart attack and their response to it is to sing this ballad.
1: His reactions a little bit. Not what I would do if I was having a heart attack. I would literally yell.
0: You'd say like
1: I'm having a heart attack. Yeah, but he's just, he's calm.
0: Yeah. See, I like to picture someone, he knows this is it. He knows he's not going to survive this. But instead of going out by crying or begging or being sad, he's like, you know what? I'm going to give it my all. And uh, sing myself out. Curtains closed.
1: Yeah, but why would he do
0: that? <laughs> he's going to fall over dead, and he's going to get the standing ovation. Yeah, Encore!
1: Yeah, but he can't sing it again if he's dead. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But
0: you know what? People are going to raise their lighters to him.
1: And maybe a bunch of, maybe like um that song will go and a bunch of people will sing it.
0: You know what? Yes. He finishes it up and then the whole crowd joins in and sings along It's his his final track.
1: Now everybody knows that song and everybody sings it.
0: Yeah. You know, death, of course, is sad because someone is gone and and you're going to miss them. But I always like to think of it, too, as a good opportunity to celebrate somebody's life. I guess I'm saying, like, when I die, I don't want people moping around wearing black and crying. And that's all they do. I'd rather have people go, like, here's what we loved about Will. Let's all get together, and we're going to celebrate his life and talk about the good things.
1: Yeah, but I'd probably
0: cry. So, you know, I I would completely understand if you would cry. That definitely makes sense. But hopefully you'd also take a moment to say, here's the happy things, too.
1: I understand.
0: Yeah. Kind of hard to think about, though, right? Give me
1: your next song. You want to
0: move on? Yeah. We've got one more track, and it's the longest one. It's
1: super long. The Uh only
0: track of Fingertips that is over a minute. Uh, and here it is. Walk low,
1: it's like the middle of the night and he's walking in his basement mm-hmm. and it's getting creepy. Yeah. And he has a candle.
0: When you picture it, does it seem like a really old timey building? Like a castle corridor or something? That's what I picture.
1: Well, I don't even know what a corridor is. I just imagine some abandoned house.
0: Okay. It's like a long hallway, maybe. Is it an old house? Is it a new house? It's
1: an old house. hmm And it's abandoned.
0: Now, I thought I had read one of the Johns saying that this was basically a Morrissey impression. What
1: does that mean?
0: Well, there's a singer from this time period. We've listened to a lot of his songs. He goes by Morrissey. You've probably heard me sing some Morrissey songs from time to time. I don't
1: think I have.
0: And that's funny to me because I've listened to tons of Morrissey and I've listened to this song hundreds and hundreds of times. And that just never even occurred to me at all. They
1: don't sound at all similar.
0: Yeah, do you want to hear a quick Morrissey clip?
1: Yeah.
0: They might be Giants fans. Occasionally online we'll have some lively debates about whether this is a Morrissey impression. And here's some Morrissey real quick. Here is London. It is London. The other artist that some They Might Be Giants fans think that this kind of sounds like is... Why are there so many songs about rainbows? And what's on the other side? Do you know who that is?
1: I do. Who is that? Kermit the Frog.
0: Yeah, so some They Might Be Giants fans think that... I walk along darkened corridors is a Morrissey impression. And some seem to think that he's doing a Kermit the Frog impression.
1: Um, He's definitely not.
0: <laughs> I don't think so either. But definitely not. Do you hear a touch of Kermit the Frog in the way he sings?
1: Very, very slightly. Mm-hmm. I walk along darkened corridors. That is hilarious.
0: <laughs> not a great impression, but uh, we get the idea, right?
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. All right, well, that was Fingertips, our 21-song musical suite. Now, I have one other thing about Fingertips that I discovered that I think is pretty fun. Okay, what? In 2013, a mysterious Scottish band called They Might Be Gannets, they released a full album of 21 songs where they took Every one of the fingertip song bits.
1: It made it like a big song?
0: Exactly. Turned it into a full song.
1: Okay, that's, I would definitely listen to that.
0: You would? Yeah. Do you know what a gannet is? No. A gannet is apparently a large seabird, or it is British slang for a greedy person.
1: I did not know that.
0: Me neither. Uh, but this sounds like a a really fun and silly project. I agree. And I'll actually play you a quick clip. Which song do you want to hear their full version of?
1: Come on and wreck my car. Come on, crash my car. It hasn't got insurance, but I'm sure there's insurance. we insurance insuring and it wouldn't go at all. I haven't got a license, but I lie about my license. That the lies will let you climb it up a wall. I thought it was good. Yeah. It sounded similar.
0: Yeah, they got the vibe. Yeah. But... This kind of uh, goes back to one of the main things I find interesting here about fingertips. They're just little teeny clips of songs. They're not entire songs. And yet, people who hear them seem to have a really strong connection to them. So like, you know, if I played just one of those songs for you...
1: It would be less funny, and I would enjoy less, because I like long songs if I really like them. Sure, it wouldn't be that If I don't me- really like them, then I like them really short.
0: Right. Well, my point is that I think it would not be very memorable, right? i play you a little 10-second clip of a song, and you'd be like, oh, that's cute, but then you'd probably forget about it. I agree. But somehow all of these 21 little song pieces stuck together, it's become a fan favorite. And like I said, the band continues to play it live to this day. Fans know it and love it. It showed up on well, their greatest well, hits I, compilation. I want to
1: see it um, in person.
0: <laughs> you want to see They Mighty Giants perform Fingertips Live? Yeah. Let's do it. Should we make a plan? Once they start touring, we'll try to get tickets? Okay. Do you think you can handle a full concert? Yes. So are you telling me that your top number one band that you would want to see live is They Might Be Giants? Yeah. That's pretty cool.
1: Oh, probably I would want to see Regina.
0: Regina Spectre? Yeah. That's a good choice. Uh, one more question before we wrap things up, okay? Okay. What do you think it is about They Might Be Giants that appeals to both adults and to kids? Not a lot of bands are like that. You know, usually it's either a band doing kids music or it's a band doing adult music. What is it here that's appealing to people of all ages?
1: I feel like a lot of people like funny stuff. Mm-hmm. And a lot of those songs are really funny and they don't make sense. And sure. I think that's something that a lot of people would like.
0: Yeah, it's not exactly like jokes, no, but it's still, there's still something humorous about it. Yeah. I think I agree. All right, well, I think that's it. Violet, thank you so much for joining me on this episode.
1: You're welcome.
0: I had a really good time.
1: I was looking forward to doing the podcast for a really long time.
0: Fantastic. Thank you once again, Violet. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I hope this was uh, enjoyable for you all. And if not, you know what? Too bad. I'm doing this for my daughter. We'll see you next time with a much more regular, normal episode. If anyone wants to get in contact with me, if anyone has any questions or comments, you can reach me at thisismodernrock at gmail.com. Have a good one, and I'll catch you all next time.
1: Bye. Bye.